everybody and welcome to Random Ultra Runner Podcast. This is episode one, the first episode, dead exciting. Uh, probably going to be really uh, disorganised and probably a bit crap to be honest with you. But we're going to give it a go. Um, yeah, the podcast is going to be all about ultra running, ultra marathons. Um, do you even know what an ultra marathon is? Well, yeah, stick around, find out. Uh, yeah, welcome along, people. So, what is an ultra marathon? Um, well, it's anything over a marathon, really. Um, yeah, there's no fancy definition. It's anything over twenty six point two miles. Uh, but you know, you'll probably find that most um uh, ultras the kind of the the shortest kind of conventional distances around fifty kilometers, thirty miles. Uh, but I have seen races out there advertised as like exactly 28 miles and stuff like that. So yeah, that's an ultra marathon. And yeah, I mean, I guess it's the first episode, so um, I should probably give a wee bit of a kind of introduction uh, to myself. Uh, don't like talking about myself, really. Uh, well, I don't know, maybe that's a bit of a lie. I don't know, but yeah, my, um, yeah, my name's David. Um, I'm a, a an ultra runner, I guess uh, I, I could call myself. Um, I, I've ran quite a few of them. Um, I, I kind of did hesitate a little bit when I said I'm an ultra runner because I've only kind of recently got back into the sport. Um, this year, um, I had like about three years away from the sport from twenty nineteen till. Uh, basically this year when I attempted to run the Grand Union Canal Race. So yeah, I ran a lot of ultra marathons between 2014 and 2019. Um, that included uh, four 100 mile races. Um, I also had a go at the Grand Union Canal Run, which is 145 miles back in 2019 too. Um, and made it to mile 86 uh, that year uh, and, and pulled out. Uh, but yeah, I'll probably end up talking a bit more about that later on. But um, yeah, and uh, this is something that I've kind of wanted to do for quite a long time. You know, um, me and my friends were kind of talking about it, you know, fellow kind of ultra runners uh, back in like 2016, 2017. We talked about maybe doing this and, uh, you know, it's just kind of maybe one of those kind of over a over a pint discussions where you know we're kind of like yeah we'll, we'll start a podcast and uh, uh, it never really came to fruition uh, and you know you know actually today that this is kind of a very kind of um impulsive decision where I've actually got a day off work and I was bored and I thought you know what I'm gonna just see how it goes um so yeah here we are um and the plan you know for this would be. Uh, to kind of give a roundup of kind of races that are going in the UK and maybe further afield, looking at some of those races that have taken place recently, um, kind of giving um a rundown a rundown of the results and hopefully try to find out a bit more about those races and how things went, um, via various sources on the internet and just reporting back on on those races, um, also plan to um get people on and talk to them about their ultra races, their experiences, because, yeah, it's going to be pretty boring if you're just listening to me drone on every single week. Um, so, yeah, uh, definitely plan to get some guests on as well. 
and uh, find out a bit more about them and and just really you know kind of geek out on this this sport that we all really love and find so um i don't know it really is fascinating isn't it i mean you know i think a lot of people can probably a lot of people probably think it must be dead boring you're just running for hours and hours and hours surely nothing happens but you know if you are of that opinion then you know stand by because and you know you'll, you'll be in for a shock and i'm sure you know fellow ultra runners you know are sitting here thinking well everything happens in an ultra marathon there's so much that can go wrong there are so many stories from out there and um, you know really famous stories of you know big ultra marathons and big runners that have had these crazy things happen to them you know right down to people like me just a very average random ultra runner who you know um has got plenty of stories to share too plenty of mishaps plenty of yeah funny stories that that have gone down and uh yeah uh so yeah that, that we thought i'd talk about that too but yeah episode one today i'm gonna just give a bit of a kind of uh introduction to me um and my some of my experiences um in, in ultra running and then yeah we're going to have a look at some of the the races that have been happening lately and kind of looking at races coming up in the next couple of weekends too so yeah so my first ultramarathon was back in 2014 um the year prior i'd only just ran my first marathon i ran the kent coastal marathon um which um was really really challenging marathon actually because uh yeah, it's a it's a coastal marathon, so it's quite windy and um, yeah, it was quite hilly too. So a, a tough one to start with, as you know, kind of a, a lot of stories go. Uh, I went out way too quickly, was feeling good, and and then died. I think I ended up. I think it was four hours and one minute, uh, my first marathon time, uh, which. I was alright with, you know, I was quite happy with that. I was looking at all the kind of running calculators that are out there saying, you know, so if you put in a half marathon time, it says you should be capable of doing this this, this time. And I was being projected as running like 3.27 or something like that. So I was like, yeah, right, okay, sub 3.30. But um, yeah, there's absolutely no chance that was going to happen that day. Having kind of no experience of, of, of going beyond 20 miles and... And knowing kind of what happens there um so yeah i did that and then yeah like i said i just kind of i mean i you know i had the running bug that people talk about but i started to hear about ultra marathons and i thought i'm just going to give it a go jumped in pretty quick and did the thames trot in 2014 which is run by go beyond um ultras and um they've got some uh, good other races as well country to capital uh, they've got the North ha- the Northamptonshire uh, Ultra as well, uh, Shires to Sp- Shires and Spires or something like that. Um, but anyway, yeah, that was um, supposed to be forty five miles run uh, along the Thames Path from just outside Oxford to Henley. However, that year uh, the Thames Path was really badly flooded, and we only ended up running about three miles uh, of the ultra actually on the Thames path several times wading through knee high water and stuff like that so it was a bit of a baptism of fire 
but I came out the other side of it, um, loved it, wanted to do another one, and it, it kind of went on from there, really. Um, yeah, really got into the, the ultra-running scene, especially the kind of American ultra-running scene as well, because it just seemed... Um, a lot more, there's a lot of kind of social media for, you know, ultra uh, marathons and ultra runners out there, a lot of content creators, um, you know, you've got people like the Ginger Runner and you had Billy Yang, uh, Jamil Curry making, you know, this amazing kind of YouTube content out there, um, you know, following certain runners as well, you know, like, you know, Gary Robbins, you know, his kind of um, pursuit of uh, attempt to finish the Barclay and stuff like that, and you you just sort of yeah you just you get hooked on it. You start to follow these stories, and um, you know because you're taking part in this pretty kind of niche exclusive part uh, sport as well. You really um, I really got into it. You know I really got into it. It was uh, ultra running and and, and and training for you know ultra marathons was pretty much all I was thinking about him for a long time. Um, I then ran my first 100 mile race, I ran the Thames Path 100 um, in 2016. It was a, a, a big learning experience, uh, it took me 27 hours and 40 minutes, so, you know, finished 20, 20 minutes under the cut off of the race. Um, first half went really well, Got to the halfway point, which is at Henley. It's uh, fifty-one miles. Got there in just under eleven hours. So, you know, pretty solid, conservative, not too bad. It's probably looking at a fairly decent time. And yeah, the wheels just completely fell off the second fifty. Um, I hadn't run over fifty miles at that point. I was pretty blasé about the whole thing, really. Uh, you know, I I do have a kind of laid-back approach, and uh, but. Um, I should have been a lot more organised, I should have looked after myself a little bit better on the day and been a bit more disciplined about the length of time that I stopped at like aid stations and stuff um, and I, I really wasn't, um, you know, it was, it was a, it was a long day, a long, aye, a long day and three hours, um, uh, a pretty painful experience but you know, when it was done and you, you cross that line and it's it's a feeling that, yeah, it, it's, it's hard to describe. Um, yeah, it, you know, the, the sense of achievement is, is, um, is massive and, yeah, it's you just want to feel it again, you know, you want to uh, get back and, and do another one and, yeah, I was, I was kind of pretty prolific um, in the kind of ultra marathon scene, did a lot of kind of small ultras to the larger ones and um, yeah, went on to run three more 100 mile races, um, did the autumn 100 uh, which is also run by Centurion Events, they, they run the Thames Path 100 um, and went went sub twenty four went and finished in like 23, 23 hours twenty five minutes something like that. Um, pretty much had the perfect race, you know. I, you know, give myself a bit of self praise here, but I did everything right. Um, my pacing was fantastic. My discipline, 
at aid stations was fantastic. I looked after myself really well. I ate, you know, and that's been something that I found really, really tough in most other ultramarathons is just eating and keeping the energy levels high. Um, yeah, I, it, it was pretty much the perfect race. Um, despite the fact that there was some horrendous weather, got absolutely soaked to the skin. The last kind of six hours of that race, me and my, my friend who was pacing the Lee, who you'll hear more about, um, I'm sure, um, in the coming weeks, um, we got absolutely drenched, we got absolutely soaked. Yeah, he paced me the last 25, 25 miles, um, and it was really special to kind of share uh, that achievement with him, um, because, yeah, I mean, that was 2018, so at that point, you know, it was two years after the first 100 miler. I knew that I was capable of going under 24 hours, but it's more than just being strong enough and fit enough. There's so much more that you need to do to be able to hit a target like that in an ultramarathon. Um, there's, yeah, just so much more that goes along with it. So, I um after that, yeah, you know, I ran a few more ultramarathons in 2019. As I mentioned uh, briefly earlier, I tried to do the Grand Union Canal race in 2019. I was in pretty good shape. I, I really should have finished it that year. Um, um, you know, coming off the back of being in good shape and getting the sub-24 at the Open 100, um, yeah, that was not the perfect race, and I kind of did the opposite. I, I didn't look after myself very well. Um, I got really quite bad sunburn, and yeah, obviously you won't be able to see, but I am 100% ginger. I am the most Scottish-looking person that you, you'll probably ever meet. So yeah, I got I got quite bad sunburn that day. Um, uh, my legs in particular... I did put on some factor 50 at points during the race. So, like, my face and my neck and stuff weren't, weren't too bad, my arms. But I totally neglected my legs. I don't know why. Total idiot. Um, so, my legs were sore, you know, just obviously from <laughs> being on my feet that long. But they were also really sore through the sunburn. And I think just the, the effect of the sun as well, um, earlier in the day... Going through the night had a bit of an effect on me, um, and I kind my head kind of went. I rolled my ankle a little bit a few miles before I, I quit, and it was a bit sore, but I really think I could have, you know, I could have kept going regardless. I think if I got through the night, I would have probably felt a bit revitalized by that and and kept moving. But no, I quit about three o'clock in the morning at eighty six miles and. Um, Aye, that was it. Um, so that's a big regret of mine. It's been a big regret for a long time um, about about quitting that race. I wish I would have kept going into the day, and I think I think I would have kept I, I would have kept going right through at the finish. I think. Um, so, I mean, you never know, but yeah, that's just what I think probably uh, could have happened. So. Yeah, big regret on that one. Um, and then, yeah, I only ran a couple more ultramarathons uh, after that. 
uh, I did the Star Valley Path 100k and I ran a, a small ultra uh, organised by uh, James Adams who's a fairly kind of well known name in the, the UK ultra running scene and that was it and I stopped for nearly four years um, and the reasons for that phew, I think a bit of burnout um, personal things were going on in my life as well um, which totally I uh, totally chipped away at my, my motivation and to go out and train and, and, and to run and then Covid obviously kicked off uh, March 2020 and that was another thing I couldn't get to the gym anymore um, yeah it was a weird time um, you know the races that I was signed up for in 2020 were cancelled so again kind of lost motivation and yeah just yeah didn't, didn't do anything barely ran for like three years did little wee kind of like four or five mile runs every now and then and I'm talking like you know not even once a week maybe once a fortnight even not not even that actually for some periods of time um put on a bit of weight yeah got pretty unfit and yeah just stopped being a runner never mind an ultra runner um so yeah I, you know this this year well towards the end of 2022 um i applied to go back to the grand union canal race and finish that um, kind of looked at myself, wasn't really happy with um, the fitness, the shape that I was in um, and I don't know what brought it up at the time but you know the kind of lingering regret was there, it's, it's always been there from that race but yeah something really made me revisit it and, and apply to want to go back and finish that race and um yeah, applied to get in. It's not a guaranteed entry because it is slightly oversubscribed, so there are some people that missed out, but luckily I got a place and yeah, that really inspired me to start training and yeah, November last year I, I started training consistently again and I it wasn't pretty. Wasn't pretty after years of not doing very much. It was hard work to kinda build a kind of base level of of fitness again and yeah like the early runs you know I was going out running like nine nine and a half minute miles which you know for me in the past would have been very comfortable Um, you know the first few runs I, I was stopping to walk for a minute or two because I was out of breath and yeah so I was kind of <laughs> going along thinking Dearie me, I've got a lot of work to do. I've got an awful lot of work to do to get back uh, to anywhere near the shape required to get through 145 miles of this really, really difficult race. Um, but yeah, no, the, you know, the weeks and the months went by and I, and I did keep training. And yeah, I, I got to the start line um, I was incredibly nervous um, about being there, um, you know, 
felt a little bit like a fraud kind of being there. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, but yeah, I think there was a lot of things going through my head that day. I was trying to reassure myself that, look, you've you've done as much as you can do. Um, and yeah, you're just going to give it a really, you know, give it give it your all and see what happens. Um, and yeah, I, 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 you know, set off. Um, this was May this year, by the way. Should have said that. Um, set off. It was. It started to get quite warm quite quickly, and I don't do well in heat. Like I, like I've said, very Scottish. Uh, but things were going okay. You know, I was I was kind of chugging along at a decent pace. It was conservative, but I was fine, and still running. Um, right up to sixty miles. Um, I was kind of on this kind of run walk, kind of strategy. But yeah, um, even up to sixty miles. There was still some running there, so I was really pleased. Um, but then the wheels just fell off really, really quickly, and um, I I was really struggling to eat. Um, I ended up DNFing at seventy five miles, um, so that was disappointing. Um, but yeah, I was kind of thinking, you know, was it a bit too much too soon? You know, would a a fifty mile or a 100 kilometer race being you know the ceiling for like a return to to ultra running again so maybe there was a bit of that and i think part of me thinks that might be true um you know i know there are people that have turned up with only a marathon behind them and ran that race and finished it and done really well and i think that's incredible and um that yeah that's some achievement um but i think in most cases I think to kind of get through a race like that, you need a portfolio behind you, you know, you, you need kind of a run of consistent ultra marathons, and along with that, obviously, the training for them um, to get through it. And I think, you know, that might, that, that won't be the case for everybody, but I think for me, that's what I need. Um, so for me, and a lot of what I'll be talking about in future episodes, is you know i how how my training's going as well because yeah the next 10 months for me are all about getting ready for that race again um and you know what not finishing that race was probably the best thing that could have happened to me because it made the fire in the belly even stronger you know it was you know that was like chucking a can of lighter fluid on the fire you know not finishing that race i am even more determined um, to get back and finish that race and not just finish it because that's what I was thinking this year but next year I want to finish it in a good time a good timing for me you know absolutely no uh, danger of getting anywhere near the front of that race and I'm fine with that but I want to finish it in a good time what's a good time for me for that what would I be thinking I would love to finish it in under 40 hours uh, 40, 45 hours is a cut off I'd be really really happy if I could go under 40 hours I would see that as a good time for me um, to be able to finish it you know kind of still in the daylight for the second day maybe just getting to dusk <laughs> that, that would be great um, so yeah you know it's made the fa- not finishing again has made it the fire really really much stronger and um, the want to just get fitter and you know stronger um, it, um, 
that desire is, is so much greater. So maybe it was the best thing for me not to finish that race. Um, that's what I'm that's what I'm telling myself anyway. <laughs> so yeah, the next few months is me. Uh, yeah, uh, and you know, well, yeah, the next few months. Um, uh, I will be yeah talking a bit more about my training journey, how that's all going, um, and yeah, yeah, sharing what I'm up to. I think. Um, obviously, there's a lot of running involved in the training, but I really want to focus more on kind of targeted strength work for that race and, yeah, doing all the things that the, the, the top ultra runners tell you to do, like stretching and stuff like that. Now, of course, yeah, I, I did stretch every now and then, but I'm talking stretching every night, you know what I mean, before I go to bed, deep stretching for, you know, 25 to 30 minutes over the whole body. You know, getting looser and getting more flexible, concentrating a lot on core work as well and getting that all strengthened up, getting that trunk really, really strong. And then, yeah, getting the the legs really strong too. Um, so I apologies about that seagull, by the way, if you can hear that in the background. Um, if not, you're probably just thinking, what's he talking about? But, yeah, that's um, the plan for a lot of what I'll be talking about too. So, yeah, stand by for that if you're interested in, in hearing more about what a random ultra runner does for their training. Uh, yeah, that'll be the plan for the next few months too. Um, yeah. So, let's have a look at some of the races that have been going on uh, recently. Um, I don't have a, a results, so I'm looking at kind of races of. So it's Monday the twenty fourth. Um, um, as we speak, um, so I'm looking at kind of races that were going on, uh, the weekend prior. So that is the twenty second, the Saturday of July, and the twenty fourth, uh, the Sunday. I'll look ahead to next weekend too. So maybe for episode two, I'll be able to actually provide you with um, uh, the results from um, some of these races. Uh, but, so let's start, there's so, there's a Backyard Ultra, which has been going on um, up in Scotland, uh, the Highlander Backyard Ultra. Uh, yeah, that is run by Rocket Events. But obviously it is an actual official kind of backyard ultra so that does count as a, a qualifier for the world backyard championship um i think it's usually held in october and that's over in the us that's run by laz um you know co-creator of the the barclay um the barclay marathons uh, i'm sure we'll talk about the barclay marathons at some point and future episodes. Um, if you don't know what a backyard ultra is, it's basically a, a, well, it has to be 4.167 miles, so it's a loop, and it's a, it'll be on trails, and basically you have an hour to complete that loop, and you need to be at the start line, ready to go, on the hour, every hour. Um, if you don't finish uh, within that time limit, you um, and and you're not ready to start the next loop. 
um, you're kind of, uh, you're, you're out, basically. Um, and, yeah, you keep going until, basically, there's the, you're the last one standing. Uh, like it, like the race says. Um, there was one uh, recently down in Suffolk, which um, Stephen Cousins um, of Film My Run on YouTube did a really good uh, a really good video of. Um, he was there for the, the entire event, um, which went on for days. Um, the names of the the two last ultra runners uh, in that race escaped me, but they were going for like I think it was about four days. Maybe three, yeah, three and a half, four days, something like that. Um, absolutely incredible. Um, I know the British ultra runner, uh, John Stalker. I think he came third in the race. He, um, he's a a, a very you know well known uh, name in the UK ultra run scene. Um, he's won like the the Thames Ring, which is a two hundred and fifty mile ultra marathon. Um, I think he's taken part in that loads, and I think he's a, 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 a multi-time winner of that race too. So, yeah, they're really interesting events. I'd definitely love to have a go at one of these. Um, again, I don't know. I don't know what my target in that would be. I guess just keep going until, yeah, I got timed out eventually, or, yeah, that would be it. I guess it's one of those ones as well. If you put a target on it, you know, do you, do you then stop, you know, before, you know, you, you could, you know, you could actually go and do another lap, so let's say, you know, you want to do 24, you know, 24 hours, but, you know, you've got a 25th in you, you know, so I don't know, um, but I'd love to give one of them a go, um, yeah, so that was a really interesting one, so that, I mean, to be honest, that could actually still be going, so that, um, so that started on Saturday, so depending on the calibre of the runners there, and there probably are some good runners, um, that probably is still going. So episode two will get you the um, the results of that one um, and let you know uh, yeah, who the, who the last one standing was. Um, other ultras going on this weekend. Uh, interesting one here, the Beacons Way Ultra. Um, and that is run by GB Ultras. Um, yeah, they do. They do. They do. They do the race across Scotland. I know that one. Um, there's a. They do one in uh, the Snowden Ultra as well. Uh, they do the Glasgow to Edinburgh Ultra as well, Manchester to Liverpool, uh, but this one here, I'm just looking at um, the information for it now, the Beacons Way Ultra, there's a 100k and a 100 mile race, sounds good, uh, 40 uh, hour cut off, uh, as the name suggests, in the Brecon, uh, Brecon Beacons, um, it says there's 6,000 metres of elevation, guessing that's elevation gain so that's I that's a fair amount um 169 pounds to enter that one which isn't too bad um actually uh just looking for a bit more information on it they don't have the results on here yet either so yeah we'll get that next week just looking a bit at the um the course profile here yeah it looks really interesting looks like a 
I mean, I've um, I've been around the Brecon Beacons before. I was in the RAF for quite a long time, and we actually did some exercises in the Brecon Beacons. And yeah, it is very hilly. Aye, I remember the hills. But no, yeah, that looks like an interesting one um, as well. So that was going on. Um, that started on Saturday. Um, so that one, yeah, will be done now. That would have finished yesterday. But yeah, no results on that one. So that's one that I'll look to provide an update on next week too. Uh, what else has been happening this weekend? Oh, yeah, now this is one that I wanted to talk about. Dear me, right. It's called... Saga Matha, right? Now I probably really balls up the pronunciation of that. This is run by Crooked Tracks Wiltshire. Uh, their um, kind of header there is trail running for trail runners by trail trail runs. Sounds good. Saga Matha, twenty second, twenty third of July. Uh, Saga Matha, goddess of the sky, as Mount Everest is known in Nepal. Right, okay, cool. Um, this is on the front page of the website here. The height of Mount Everest is 29,035 feet. We have one hill that you will need to run up 240 times until you have reached an elevation gain of 29,040 feet. Wow. Right, that's right. Um, right, so you're just running up a hill... <laughs> up and down, brilliant. It says here, now Regal Eyed, amongst you will have noticed that that actually exceeds the height of Mount Everest. Good, eh? So, what about the actual hill we have selected for you? Well, one uh, rep of the hill equates to 0.26 of a mile, an elevation gain of 121 feet, and a max gradient of 30 per- uh, 30%. That's quite steep, eh? Um, on a side note, the total distance that would be obtained by anyone who completes all 240 reps would be 62.4 miles or 100.42 kilometres. Perhaps we should just uh, advertise the event as 100k and left the hill as a, a surprise for you all then. Wow, that's, I mean, imagine. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I, so, I mean, that sounds like a really... Interesting race as well. I've not heard of this one. I don't know if this is quite a new race. Um, it says here you can enter as a solo runner um, or as a relay team. Uh, teams of two or four only. Um, so if you don't fancy giving it a bash by yourself, then team up. It says yourself, by the way. Um, uh, with some running buddies to give it a go. You can elect to enter and make your attempt in either twenty four hours or give yourself a little a little buffer and sign up for thirty hours. Uh, they got a fully odd, uh, fully stocked aid station, and we do mean fully stocked, fully as in bold. Uh, available throughout the event, and will also provide a free hot meal for all entrants. Our in house medical team will also be ever present for the duration. Uh, there's free camping. Uh, the night before, that's cool. So it says here, so why don't you join us for a nice, flat, straightforward 100k event? And then it says, yeah, that's not this one. Why don't you join us anyway? Um, that sounds really cool. Um, sounds like a nightmare as well, really. <sighs> um, yeah, 
entry cost 75 quid for solo hours if you if you so it says here 24 hours 75 quid 30 hours 85 quid um yeah i'm trying to think you probably i'd probably need 30 to try and get that i that done 240 reps of that hill i mean that would drive you mentally i mean geez oh um they've got costs here as well for two person relay team um as well which uh, reasonable uh, reasonable price i'm just flicking through the rest of the website um i that is definitely one i need to find out a wee bit more about see if there's any more information out there um also there's no results or anything like that so that well that would have been that would have finished yesterday too um so that'll be really interesting to check back and see how that one panned out that sounds like an absolute nightmare saga maha wow but there's something about it also that makes me want to just get a go <laughs> it sounds like hell though your quads would be absolutely done in eh? um but yeah huge mental challenge there too so yeah interesting so I'll definitely uh talk about that one uh, next week as well um see if we can find out results other things going on this weekend saturday was day one of the race across nodonia um there was also the sir tipus summer trot i've actually get results for that um that's run by it's grim up north it's grim up north running and they put on loads of loads of events um, if you just search it's Grim Up North Running um, I'm sure that will direct you uh, that will direct you to the website but yeah they've got loads going on there actually got results for that as well so oh, hold on a second I'll actually tell you um, it's 32 miles this race um, need to do a wee bit more digging on, on that one but yeah, 32 miles uh, in the ladies' race. It was uh, won by Musk Eden in 5.17. Anna Douse. Oh, this is very close then. So Musk Eden finished in 5.17 in one second. Anna Douse was 5.17 in 37 seconds. So I guess you kind of wonder there about what was going on there. You know, was that a case that, you know, they were running together for quite a long time and there was some kind of breakaway? So that sounds like a very interesting, um, a really interesting race. So, aye, that, that could have been very exciting. And then third place was Karen Hamilton in 6 hours and 26. So good times there for um, uh, 32 miles. Again, I don't know a lot about the profile of the race. Um, it could be quite hilly, so yeah, even better. Um, in the men's race, it was won by Neil Kenny in 4.42 in 10 seconds, so good time there. Uh, second place was Daniel Orton in 5.17 one second too, so he finished, and this is, um, he, now, Daniel must have been running with um, uh, Musk, Eden, the ladies winner, because they've got the exact same chip time and gun time, so they must have been running together, so... Um, that it, it makes that dynamic of the women's race even more interesting, I guess. So, um, you know, was there a bit of um, pacing going on there, a bit of assistance for, for Musk, you know? Uh, so, aye, that, that's really interesting. 
And then third place was a chap called Stevie Lee in the 526. So, really good times. Uh, they also put on a marathon race as well, by the looks of things. Um, so, yeah, really um, interesting sounding race. Oh, they put on a 20 mile race too, and a half marathon. So, aye, there's lots going on there. Um, yeah, very good. In fact, I'm just looking, looking at the results. So, for the ultra, yeah, so there were only three women running. Um, and that was the three that I read out. So, Musk, Anna and Karen. And then there were five five men running as well. So, I mean, see, if I joined that, I could, you know, I could have called myself a top ten finisher. I probably I would definitely have come sixth in that men's race, so, yeah, but um, I could have said I finished in the top ten of a race, so that that would have been a really good one to to enter. <laughs> um, but no, that's cool. I need to do a wee bit more digging about that and see. That was held in Yorkshire, so that's probably quite a hilly race as well. So definitely some good times going on there. Um, so next weekend, actually, some big races going on next weekend. Uh, you've got Lakeland happening next weekend, you've got Lakeland 50 and the Lakeland 100 held in the Lake District of course. Um, the Kennett and uh, Avon Canal race is also happening next weekend, so it's um, run by um, and organised by the same people that uh, run the Grand Union Canal race of course as well. Uh, that's going from London to Bristol, 145 miles too. Um, so that'll be a really interesting one. I'm just going to go on a and check the entrance for that because now the Grand Union race held back in May was won by uh, Matthew Ma, I believe his name is. I'm just just checking that out while I talk to you. Yeah, so yeah, Matthew Ma is also running the Kennet and Avon Canal race. So, um. With the races that is put on um, by the organisers, there's three of them, um, and uh, the third one is in August, that's from Liverpool to Leeds, that's 130 miles I believe, uh, so they call that the Canal Slam, so uh, Matthew might be going for all three, uh, we'll check the Liverpool and Leeds um, in August and see if he is, but uh, we'll try, uh, we'll be able to get the reports, um, the results for this race next week. Because uh, the, they have a live results section here, so we'll be able to find out if Matthew can make it two out of two. Um, so that's going on next weekend too, so that'll be really interesting to kind of have a look at. Um, there's also uh, Peak District 50 and the Peak District 100. I don't know a lot about those races, so I need to do a bit of digging on them too, see, see what they're all about. We've got... What else we got going on? There's the Railway Ultra, 28 wheel. So there's an ultra marathon. It's, it, it must be just 28 miles. So, yeah, still counts. It's an ultra. Um, and you've got the Yorkshire Walls Ultra. It's a 50k. So, yeah, some interesting ones. Interesting sounding um, races that I need to do a wee bit more digging on. But, um, yeah, the big ones next week. Lakeland 50, Lakeland 100. I would say that's probably the... The biggest ultra going on there next weekend. That's also a Western States qualifier. So, um, yeah, a, a very popular ultra marathon. Um, so yeah, we'll get the the results on that one too. Um, ne- 
next weekend and, and try and find out if there are any interesting stories that come out of that race too. So yeah, that was your roundup there of races um, that uh, have happened this weekend. I'll get the results from all of those that I've talked about today and the two big ones that we talked about next weekend too. So I am going to end episode one of the podcast there. Uh, I really hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed my whittling on there. Um, next week, I'm going to talk a wee bit more about the training that I've been doing this uh, this upcoming week. And uh, we'll talk about those races. And yeah, maybe a wee surprise. I don't know. Uh, I've not actually thought about it, but I will definitely make it interesting for you, um, as interesting as I can, and we'll start working on getting people on to talk about their experiences too, and having a bit of a chat about Ultraman, and yeah, what's happening. So yeah, thanks very much everybody for listening, I'll catch you again next time, bye.